Hello, and welcome to Messages of Revival podcast. This is Basil Howard Brown. It's so good to have you back with us today. We're excited about this teaching. I believe it's going to be a great blessing to you. Uh, go ahead and share this podcast with other people you know that need a touch of heaven. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 17, the book of Kings, 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse 1. I'm talking about the ravens. The ravens are coming to feed you. Elijah, verse 1 says, Elijah, the Tishbite of the temporary residence of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew or rain these years, but according to my word. The word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go from Yan, turn east, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, east of Jordan. You shall drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now let's pause here for one moment and just look at what we're reading. You know, there's times where God would tell us to go to a place where His provision and His blessing is. But because we're looking in the natural realm, we do not want to go there. Because in the natural, it does not tell us there's provision. It does not show us there's provision. I mean, he told, he told Elijah, go and turn east and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, east of Jordan. And you shall drink of the brook, and I've commanded the ravens to feed you there. So there was water at the brook, but there was no food. The ravens still had to come and bring him food. There's times where God will make provision for us and tell us to go to a certain place, a certain destination, uh, a certain church, if, if so be. And we look at it in the natural and go, there's no provision there. I don't see how I'm going to be provided there. But when we go, we suddenly find the windows of heaven open, the blessing of God's upon us, the provisions there, whatever you need, God's making provision for. So if God's told you to do something, you need to do it. Be obedient, and the blessing of God will be upon you. So then verse 5 says, He did according to the word of the Lord. He went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, east of Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. Isn't that what God said would happen? The ravens would come and feed him in the morning and in the evening. It's exactly what happens. Happen. Now, you can imagine, you know, where were the ravens getting the bread and the flesh from? I mean, the ravens weren't flying over, you know, a deer somewhere and saying, hey, God needs part of your rump. We need to take it to go feed the man of God. Uh, no, I think what the ravens were getting their meat from was some good old roadkill. Some chariot hit a deer and, um, you know, the ravens got, <laughs> the ravens got the, the meat and took it to the man of God and fed him. Where were they getting the bread from? Maybe the dear old lady was baking bread, putting it out in the window to cool down, and the ravens were picking up the bread and taking it to feed the man of God. Look, it doesn't matter how they were being fed or where they were getting the food from to do it. It was coming from the hand of the Lord. And so, you know, many times we try to work out, how's God going to do this? How's God going to do this? Look, I don't know anybody that's wealthy enough to take care of me. I don't know any millionaires out there. You might be saying all of that stuff. And listen, it's got nothing to do with who you know. It's got to do with God Almighty, the Word of God, His promises, and who God connects with. I mean, there are people out there, folks, that are very obedient to the voice of the Lord. And they will do whatever God tells them to do. And so, I believe the ravens are coming. I believe there are ravens coming to feed 
the children of God that are standing, trusting God, that would be obedient, that would go and do what God's called them to do. I believe the ravens are coming to feed you, coming to take care of you, coming to provide for you. God is sending them even in this hour. They're on the way to take care of you. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord here. It's so wonderful. So now in verse 7 says, After a while the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Now, even though provision had dried up in the sense of water, God didn't leave his servant out there. Because in the very next verse, the Lord, the word of the Lord came to him, Arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you. Notice he didn't say, I've commanded a multi-millionaires there to provide for you. He said, I've commanded a widow to provide for you. And maybe we would have had our second issue with God saying, well, God, how wealthy is this widow? Does she have money to take care of me? I mean, is everything going to work out okay? So look at this. Verse 10, obedience. Here we go. So he arose and he went to Zarephath. When he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was gathering sticks. He called to her, bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Now, I want to point this out to you. The Lord said there'd be a widow there at Zarephath to provide for him. And the Bible says, when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was gathering sticks. So let me say this to you. When God says there's provision for you in a place, you don't have to go and look for it. It will find you. He came across this widow. He didn't have to walk down the streets in Zarephath and shouting, um, God said there's a widow woman to provide for me. I mean, he didn't have to do that stuff. He just went to the gate. There was the widow. He called out to her, said, bring me some water to drink. And then when she was going to get it, he said, bring me some food. That was the provision that God was going to give him. And um, verse 12 says, as, and she said, as the Lord your God lives, I have not a loaf baked, but only a handful of meal in the jar and a little oil in the bottle. See, she showed him. She said, see, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and bake it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Now listen to me real carefully. How much bread can you bake with two sticks? I mean, this wasn't like a, a little tree she was carrying around. Two sticks. She said, see, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and bake it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. So she had a plan. Her plan was gather some sticks, go bake this bread for her and her son. They're going to eat this bread and then they're going to die. Why? Because this is the last meal that she has. She has no more food after this. So they're going to eat this one more meal and then they're going to die. That was her plan. Many people in the church today have a plan very similar. You know, I don't know how we're going to make it. I mean, I think we're not going to make it. My God, 2020 was so tough. 2021 doesn't look any better in many cases. I mean, how are we going to make it? How are we going to come through this? God will make a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. God will cause rivers to run in dry places. He'll send fresh manna from heaven every day. You will not lack for anything, but you will have provision and blessing. Not only will you have provision and blessing for yourself, but you will have provision and blessing for others. If you keep your eyes fixed upon God 
if you stand upon the word of God, if you trust him with every fiber of your being, what God has promised, he's also able to perform. So you need to get ready for the blessing of God upon you and do what the Bible tells you to do. Trust the Lord. Trust God with every fiber of your being. So her plan was to make this bread, to eat it, hurt her son, and die. But that was not the plan that God had for her, and that was not the plan that God had for his servant. See, here's what God does. God will send you to a place where your provision is. Not only will he bless you, but he will bless the blesser. In other words, he will bless the one that blesses you. Now, let's go back to the ravens. There was a drought in the land, so no water. I was struggling probably with food. The ravens were feeding him every morning and night with bread and flesh. And there was a brook of water. So I guarantee you, the ravens had food to eat and they had water to drink. See, God was not only taking care of his servant, but he was taking care of the ravens that were coming to feed his servant. Now, here's a widow woman, and she's only got a little, a little bit of food. She's going to bake it for her and her son. They're going to eat it and die. That's not the plan that God has for her. If she's obedient to what the servant of the Lord tells her, her provision and blessing will come out of this. So, verse 13, let's see what happens here. Elijah said to her, Fear not, go and do as you have said, but make a little cake of it first and bring it to me, and afterward prepare some for yourself and your son. So, yes, what God's telling this widow woman to do. Put God first. Trust God first. Elijah said, Fear not. In other words, don't worry. Don't worry about anything. Go and do as you've said but make a little cake of it and bring it to me first. So in other words, God was speaking through Elijah saying, take care of the things of God first. Do, do what you're supposed to do for God first. Don't worry about everything else that's got to follow. Don't worry about the rent. Don't worry about the car. Don't worry about everything else that's going to follow. Take care of what God wants you to take care of, and that is take care of God first, and then God will take care of everything else. So, verse 14, let's see if she was obedient to this. In, in verse 14, well, the promise, here comes the promise. Uh, verse 14 says, For thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of meal will not waste away, nor the bottle of oil fail, until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So, listen to me real carefully. God has given her a promise. But with the promise comes a condition or comes a key they will unlock the promise. For thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of meal not waste away, or the bottle will fail until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. That's the promise. I will provide for you. I will take care of you. I'll meet your every need. I will feed you until the rain comes on the earth. But you have to do what verse 13 tells you to do. Make a little cake of it first and bring it to me and afterward prepare some for yourself and your son. So study God's word. You will notice that God's word is filled with promises. I believe there's something like 33,000 promises in the word of God. Every promise in the word of God has a condition. She got the promise that the jar of meal will not waste away and the bottle of oil will not fail. That was the promise. But the condition was, she had to make a little cake of it first and bring it to the man of God. 
That's what she had to do first. So, study the word. You'll see. Every promise has a condition. If you fulfill the condition, then the promise is yours. You can stand upon the promise and trust God because God's able to perform what He has promised in His word. This is exciting stuff. I believe this is going to give many people a breakthrough and a miracle in their life even today. You're going to receive that because you're getting revelation from the word. So let's see what she did. Verse 15. She did as Elijah said. And she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of meal was not spent, nor did the bottle of oil fail, according to the word which the Lord spoke through Elijah. So listen to this carefully. She did as Elijah said. She and he and her household ate for many days. So the promise was fulfilled. The promise was fulfilled. Now, I want to point something out to you. God is not the God of break even. God is the God that's more than enough. So when provision and blessing come your way, not only will you be blessed, but you will be able to be a blessing. So let's go back here to verse 12. The second part of verse 12 says, See, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and bake it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Well, how many people are we talking about? We're talking about two. She said that I may go in and bake it for me and my son, two people, that we, that I'm, that we can eat it and then we're going to die. But now in verse 15, the Bible says she did as Elijah said, and she and he, those are the two, and her household ate for many days. Where did this household suddenly come from? Initially, it was just her and her son. Now suddenly it's her and her son and her household. See, I believe what happened here was God provided and blessed her to such a degree, such an abundance that not only was her and her son taken care of, but others that came around, friends, family members. I mean, listen, if you know, you know, grandma's got the food coming in every day from God Almighty, guess where you're going to be going to have some meals? I believe that's what happened. I believe she got blessed to such a degree that now not only was she feeding her and her son, but she had a household of people. And the Bible says they ate for many days. Folks, this is a supernatural miracle from God Almighty. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word doesn't change. It remains the same. I believe this is a word for you for today, for this very hour, for this very moment, for this very minute. Trust God. Do what the Bible tells you to do. Trust God. He's going to perform miracles in your heart and life. Don't look in the natural. Don't look at the government. Don't look at what's going on around about you and get any fear going on. No, trust God. Trust God. He's going to make a way. Jesus is the way. The Word of God is the promises. The Word of God is our foundation we stand upon. So as we're standing upon the Word, the Bible says, call those things which be not as though they were. The Bible says, come boldly to the throne room of grace. What do I go boldly on? I go boldly on the Word, on the promises of the Word of God. I go to the throne room of grace, and then I talk to my Heavenly Father about what's happening. I, and listen, I can only do that if I'm doing what the Bible tells me to do. In other words, if I'm being obedient to the Word, I'm sowing, I'm giving, I'm, I'm tithing, I'm being a blessing to the Word, uh, being a blessing to others, just what the Word of God tells me to do, then those are the keys that unlock the promises. The Bible says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. Where, what's the key? What's the key? The key is give. 
The promise is, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. That's the, that's the promise. If I want that promise in my life, then I need to use the key and I need to give. So, so give, be a blessing. Look for opportunities. I do this all the time. I look for opportunities to buy food, to buy somebody coffee, to bless somebody, to fill up a tank of gas, to do whatever the Lord tells me to do, to buy groceries for people. I mean, listen, it's a whole lot of fun. God give you the provision to do all of that. So I'm encouraging you with this word of God. Stand strong. Some of you have been believing God for supernatural miracles. Stand strong. Your redemption is drawing nigh. Your provision is at the door. God is sending provision. He's sending the ravens to feed you. He's sending the ravens to take care of you. And when that, that avenue might dry up sometime along the way, he's going to make another way. God always makes a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. So get ready, folks. Get ready. I want to encourage all those that have been listening to our podcast. You know, you can support the podcast on a monthly basis. And there is a way of clicking on the podcast and, 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 and sowing a seed into the ministry. You can also sow it in through our website, through PayPal. Uh, there's various different ways you can do that. But I, I mean, I'm not teaching this message so you can sow a seed. I'm just giving you some avenues that you can. Uh, trust God with every fiber of your being. Tithe to your local church and then sow offerings and give and be a blessing. And watch what the Lord will do for you. He'll literally turn your situation around. He'll bring provision, bring blessing. I believe 2021 is going to be a powerful year of provision and blessing. The ravens are coming. You're being fed. You're being taken care of. You're being provided for. Things are going to change drastically, I believe, over the next few months. And we're going to see the hand of the Lord, provision, blessing, and abundance. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. And I believe this has been a blessing to you. Share this podcast with other people. God bless you. We love you. And we'll be back. If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus... You are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart. Take out the hardened heart and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I am ready for your coming and always will be. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival Podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, and iTunes. And share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.